Welcome to Game Day. This is our podcast number seven. Welcome. You are with Chris Rankin and Sonia Noonan. Welcome, Sonia. How are you today? I swear, every time we start this, you deliberately make me laugh so that I have to try and control myself before I start talking. Oh, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> <Yes, well. laughs> I'm great. Thank you, Chris. Excellent. And what are we representing today? Name of the game. Name of the game. This is our game day podcast. You can Excellent. find us at nameofthegame.com.au on Facebook and all things social media. So, yes. Now, you've got exciting news today. We Hang on. Before ex- we start with exciting news. Okay. Stop. Chris. Yes. yes. Last podcast. We discussed. Yes. yes what about it? We discussed the ladder. We did. And guess what? We have a ladder. So just to let everybody know that Chris and I have been on the phone for the last hour while Chris completed Denied. the task. Denied. <laughs> completed the task of creating the ladder for us. And why did Not I that do that? Did, did you, why did I do that? Tell, come on, tell the audience. Because <laughs> I threw a tantrum because you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah. I believe the words were off oh, for God's sake. So you don't have a shit fit. I'll get this bloody ladder done. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and I just have to move on from the ladder really quickly and ask you, can you tell me what the introduction to our last podcast was, Chris? Uh, look, I told you I'm pretty sure it was Benny Hill music. I'm pretty <laughs> 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 yeah, I, think I, got... just, I think I just kicked two goals right then and there, even before the game started. <laughs> You've only got 10 seconds to go before we get into it. So come on, you can rub it in for another six, five, four. Come on, come on. Man, you know, I was talking to Jason this weekend and I totally changed our introduction this weekend. He was like, he, he had the podcast in the next minute. Queen music like blasted his ears <laughs> off because like, the introduction this week was Queen music and I had uh, really it. loud, so it was really cool. So, um, yes, Chris, you need to go back and you need to listen to the podcast. Oh, see, one of double the things... speed is really exciting. Let me tell you, I know, I know. Yeah, what, what did Glenn say that he uh, said that you sound like when, um... I sound like Priscilla? Um, yes, for the people yes. who are BNI. Members, please give us feedback and let me know if I really do sound like this. <laughs> but one of the funny things is Jason actually played you on half speed, so it sounded like you were so drunk it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if our podcast isn't entertaining enough for you, I suggest you start messing with the speed. <laughs> exactly. It just takes the podcast to a whole different level. <laughs> I love it. So one, really quickly, one of the things that I love about uh, working together is that we are pretty much opposite in a lot of ways and uh, and so let me explain why I haven't listened to the podcast uh, I have what a reasonably short attention span do you reckon something oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. oh look shiny object Hey, 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 I still, I still completed my undergraduate and postgraduate studies, so I must have a reasonably good uh, attention span. Anyway, was that over? No, sorry. I'm... <laughs> but uh, Sonia loves checklists and reading everything to the nth degree, and you probably already all know that if you know Sonia well enough, whereas I want the summary, and if we put together a PowerPoint and Sonia types one word, I go, right, that's it, that's too much already. Now get to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I, I remember when I first moved to Cairns and you sent me the um, BNI Director's Manual. Yes. <laughs> that was so cool. I was so excited. Like oh it was like what thirteen hundred pages or something. It was ridiculous. Uh, I remember sitting in my first director's uh, training in BNI, and I remember them saying to me that it's like uh, eleven hundred pages long. And I'm like, yeah. I just looked at everyone and went, "You're joking, right?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that is so cool! And I read it from front to back. Mm, so I have cool. no doubt. I'm sure you're up to your third time. Yeah, well, I've read your. You sent me the 2013 one, the 2015 one, and then I've done the 16, 17, and 19 <laughs> ones. So, you know. <laughs> All right, we better jump into this uh, this episode's quarters so that we can start scoring. Because I know how much 
Sonia can't wait to Update win. on the ladder because he's done the ladder, guys, just hasn't put it live. Only purely because not enough people <laughs> gave us feedback on whether you want it live. But there we go. Here we go. Update yeah. on the ladder. Oh, position on. number one is Chris. <laughs> Three wins, two losses, and a percentage of 88.39%. It's a pretty terrible percentage, but yeah, keep going. Sonia, two wins, three losses, but my percentage is 113.14%. So I'm actually better than the Western Bulldogs right now because they always have a shit percentage. Ooh, see, that's, so I'm just sticking to the team's motto, you know. Just, I know who you're playing for. Someone who can kick goals but not win games. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we won't we won't speculate because I'm sure we'll get a lot of hate. <laughs> yeah, All right. right, let's get into this first quarter. And um, as much as we would have loved to have got through the marking mix uh, last time, there are so many um, items and there's such good stuff to talk about. So we're going to revisit that in the first quarter, and in particular pricing. So. As a by way of a small introduction, when we talk about price, uh, we're talking about positioning, whether you're a cheap, middle range, premium product. Uh, we're talking about uh, different different types of pricing, maybe different levels of gold, silver, over and bronze. We're talking about is there any discounts involved? Uh, do you offer credit? What sort of payment methods? Uh, is there any free or value add elements? Lots of different stuff like that. It's not just, hey, the price is X, way you go, sort of thing. There's a lot of thought process that needs to go into the price. So uh, what's been your experience when it comes to, to price setting? And, <laughs> so I, I had this conversation today with someone, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I work on emotions. I'm an emotional person, right? So the- uh, No, don't tell lies. It's easy <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, keep going. So the biggest thing I see around pricing in my business mentoring and in myself and my own businesses is um, people like me who are emotional can't mm. actually have that clear focus on pricing, mm. can't have mm. that we are worth this much money and we're not going to discount or we're, you know, that belief in where people like you can just sit down and go bang this is what I'm worth and this is what you'll pay me type of stuff. So you know what? There is a really cool website and I haven't got it on the top of my head right now to tell everybody, but I promise I'll find it and talk about it next podcast where literally you can sit there on the site, plug in what it is you want to achieve, all your expenses, put everything in there and it'll spit out either an hourly rate if you're in the service industry or um, some sort of cost for your product of what you should be charging if you want to achieve your goals. Mm. And that seriously is something that people can relate to and go, okay, so if I don't charge $150 an hour, I'm not going to achieve my goals. So do I want a discount or do I actually want to achieve my goals? Yes, so Glenn would say, what's a priority there? So your, mm. is your priority to achieve your goal? Or yep. is it to be liked by everybody? That's exactly right. So, but but it's a very cool website. It does put it very raw in your face, and then you have to make the hard decision. Yep. Um, which way you want to go? But it and a lot of people there. aren't even aware. Like you know, I suppose I see this in the trading industry a lot. You know, they they go I'm paying I'm paying my staff member you know sixty bucks an hour. Um, so I can charge them out at 65 and it's like, well, you need to add at least 22% mm. on top of that $60 an hour Vehicle. just to cover yeah. your um, super, super and your work cover and PPE yep. and all that stuff. Not to all even mention the, um, the vehicle and how much mm. it costs to run the vehicle that they're driving and stuff like that. Tools, so, materials, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, and, and, and mm. when you're discounting, you know, you've got to also, I don't know, work out is a discount worth it or like there's a lot involved in, in working out on your prices but being really clear and being strong and believing in yourself. Believe that you're worth whatever you're charging. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Sonia, yes. first opportunity to kick a goal. Yes. Have you done this exercise? You hear the uncertainty. 
Well, you know that I've done this exercise because you've had me kicking and screaming around this <laughs> exercise because I'm a very emotional person. So it's like, I can't charge that. Holy shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know, I know. We've had as I grow and develop as a business person and, and and that type of stuff, I am more aware of my self-worth and what I'm worth to people and have more belief in myself. But, yes, so I have done this exercise. Um, and I price somewhere between what you say I should be charging, mm-hmm. what my minimum amount that I would give everybody, and then raise it into what I'm comfortable with. Yes, I know you do. I know. We're working on just charging what your value actually is, but we'll get there. Yeah, and, and as I learn how to do that, that's going to be better for me to teach other people how to do that. And, you know, I can, I can, I've had conversations with clients where I've gone, you know what, you are worth way more than that. What the hell are you doing? You just need to charge more. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I can do it for other people, but I am aware of, people's emotions around charging and you know what it's really funny because uh one of the exercises that i did in in one of the companies um, in particular as a software um, building industry um is we had to look at as a percentage of savings for an organization rather than charging an hourly rate necessarily uh if we could save your business x amount of dollars and then our fee is 10% or our fee is 20% or whatever it might be. Now that um, might sound extreme because let's just say we save the company $200,000 in five months um, and we get 40 grand for that. But in normally our rate, it might only cost 15 grand to build. The client didn't care because of the value that we got for them. So, but that meant our hourly rate was a lot higher than what maybe you would have been comfortable charging, but the client didn't care because they got a really good return on investment still. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not overcharging. That's not ripping people off. That's delivering proper value. They still got $160,000. Yeah, and, and that is, you are 100% correct on that. It is about the value that you are delivering. So, you know, <clears> if you are delivering an amazing value, then you've got to believe in your price and you've got to believe in yourself. And, you know, if, if you know, even an electrical business, if, if you turn up every time that they ring and you're on time and you do the job and there's no issues, then why not charge what you're worth? So, you know, people who may charge less than you, probably won't do as good a job as you. So you've just got to believe in yourself. So we're getting, giving you a goal for that, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm taking a goal, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So Chris, quickly, because time has run out and I'm just about to do the siren. Yes. You're getting a goal for this because I know that you're a king of pricing. (laughs) Yes, well, it is something I do look at quite a bit and try to play with and uh, constantly review because and she's just like you know sorrying the heck out of me <laughs> sorry oh, what is it you were just making sure I was giving myself one goal and not five right yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. you know the whole oh, in my HR business I do this and in my website business I do this and <laughs> I know you were trying to drown it out I know I was weird don't no, worry no, you you are someone who is connected with pricing and very aware of all that and and what it costs and, and you do stand in your stand your ground about this is what i'm worth and you know that's what all business owners need to actually get to that point yeah look in in the main not it's not totally just on what's comfortable it's i also look at um, how to make the business sustainable too because if everything was like a lump sum fee um, payment one off that can really cause some cash flow issues so sometimes you've got to look at well, what sort of mix can you do with a subscription type thing and how can you make it properly work for you so that you're covering wages as well as it's doing that, project that work word and... leverage so yeah. how can you leverage what you're doing so that yeah. Yeah. so having said that we probably already did our uh, little quarter time but a recap that's one goal each oh, in the first quarter. I know. Well, you probably don't even need to, uh, to be honest, because I reckon we've already done our 10 minutes. So um, let's jump into our second quarter. And I can't wait to do this. And Sonia's sort of 
shitting herself a little bit because the second quarter topic is Sonia. Sonia's experience. Now, we didn't actually introduce this at the very beginning, and I really want to quickly do that. Uh, Our podcast number seven was all about getting used to continual change. So, hence why we're going to talk about Sonia's experience. Continual change. Exactly. So, let's jump into it, Sonia. Let's talk about, for starters, your big move. <laughs> hey, let's backpedal and go. Um, when Sonia joined BNI, that was the first step of change. Mm-hmm. Um, being in business 13 years, just ticking along, um, then joined BNI and got introduced to this world of like minded people who were committed to being in business, and the growth from that point was huge. Yep, yep, yep. Totally changed how I ran my business, totally changed um, everything. Um, and then this annoying person came into my life that continuously challenged me. Was that Mark? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can just see Mark sitting here giggling right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love that. Um, but... I'm all about growth. I just never identified that in myself before. You know, I, there was something missing in my life, didn't know what it was. And you picked up on the fact that you could challenge me and push me. And the most annoying thing about this whole podcast thing is now everybody knows that. So I'm continuously <laughs> getting, hey, Sonia, I, I challenge you to do that. Right. <laughs> so everybody literally I have about 20 challenges happening right now. But anyway. <laughs> gold, um, gold. So... I moved up here and and that was a huge up here as in from Central Victoria to Cairns. That was huge. And what was your base by doing that? Like, you know, you moved up there, but what, what did you have? Like, what did that even look like for you? It looked like nothing. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. I knew two people in Cairns um, yep. and that was it. So that's freaking yeah. like, let's, let's seriously I've been to Cairns, Cairns twice that. before in my life. Yep. Um, and, but, yeah, knew two people in camps. And let's fast forward to today. How long have you been there? Three, three years this month. Awesome. And how many people would you know now? Oh, hundreds, five, six hundred. That's, yeah, there you go. There's, uh, there's a really good... Um, example of somebody who can go uproot themselves from an established place that they've lived for. How long were you in Bendigo before you moved there? I know that you'd been there, left, and come back again. But yeah, yeah. So, last time? born in Bendigo. I'm born in Bendigo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty born, much. Yeah. Born in Bendigo. Stayed there for 18 years. Left for probably six years, and then yep. come back. And so, I the last stint in Bendigo was 20. There you go. It's, so you left massive established networks and yep. support bases for 20 years, uprooted yourself and went to a place that you'd been twice and you knew two people. Yep. <clears throat> Three years later, you know, five, six hundred, uh, loving it, got some great friendships, got some great business contacts. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, should I be generous and give you more than one goal for that? I don't know. I think you, you definitely got to get a goal. Come on. <laughs> I, I am not someone who recognises achievement, like, you know, but, it, and, you know, I literally remember having this conversation, like, you were, you, you I don't know, I don't even know what to describe you with this whole situation, because you're the reason I'm here, but the reason I said yes to giving it a go was I went, so if I took this opportunity, what would that look like for me in five years? If I didn't take this opportunity, what would that look like in five years? And you know, I was really stuck in, in Bendigo. I was down. I was like, there was no growth. I had that grow in Bendigo. There was not going to have anything more was going to happen in my life there. Yep. And I'm all about growth. And so, hey, let's just do something weird, like pack a suitcase and a computer and drive three and a half days away and set up shop. Absolutely. And you've not looked back since. How good is it then? No. So let's let's then talk about uh, your BNI involvement and how that involved. So obviously you're a member in Bendigo, but what happened yeah. when you went to Cairns? Well, in Bendigo, um, you and I had set up a few training things. Like we'd done leadership 
stuff and trained people and all that type of stuff and I really enjoyed that stuff. But I've walked into V&I and Cairns and basically they had been an unloved little community up here and I had a lot of knowledge that I could share with people and, and help them get more out of V&I and so mm-hmm. that's what I set about doing. It was about helping people understand B&I more and how they could get more out of it. And if they, if you do B&I system correctly, then the world is your limit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, yeah, obviously a few new chapters, a few coming along. Yep. Uh, lots lots happening in so B&I the, the, now. the membership base of, of growing, it's, it's a net growth <clears> of 50 <throat> people since I've been here. So Awesome. Awesome, absolutely. Really cool. I, yeah, really cool. And, um, yeah, obviously uh, B&I North Queensland encompasses Townsville and Mackay as well, so you didn't yep. know Cheerio for their efforts too, but what was the award that B&I North Queensland won um, at the last national conference for B&I Australia? Um, yes. <laughs> we actually, that we, we all won some type of what I got. What did I get? It's over there. Can you read it so you can see my table? <laughs> I can't actually. But, <laughs> but in any case, in any case, BNI North Queensland were recognised for uh, their growth and yep. the members that they had within the region, which is, you know, yep. if you think about the other BNI uh, regions in Australia and the populations, that's pretty yeah. impressive for North Queensland. So, oh, without a doubt, like you know, and and there's a team of us, and Bernie heads yeah. that team, and you know, absolutely, that's what I said. There's got to be a cheerio to, to Glenn and Bernie as well in the client towns because they're yeah. obviously yeah, um, goals here and David as well. Yeah, um, you know, we all work together to to bring a better experience to all our members. So, you know, and it's just that that part of that growth for me is meeting those amazing people. Like, oh my God, David and I, like, we spent a whole night sitting up talking about so many different things and, you know, and Glenn and I ring each other and Bernie, like, and it's just that learning and that connection and that. And great really, collaboration. Yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah. Just, and that's what B&I brings and that's what everyone needs to have is that collaboration with like-minded business people so we can all grow and learn. I like it. So really quickly because you've run out of time and this is the end of the quarter. Yes. But transition from bookkeeper to Business mentor. So, and if people didn't catch that from bookkeeper to business mentor. <laughs> Sorry. You got, you got a minute 30. Go. Okay. So basically I, I had my bookkeeping business, but I really loved talking to the business owners. So when I would go in to do bookkeeping, I would sit there and go, so how was business this week and what's been happening and let's talk about all that. And then about two hours later I'd go, oh, so I really need to get some work done. And so I'd start working and, and basically didn't charge for that whole time that I was there talking. And then um, you and I got talking about how we could set up um, mentoring and stuff. And that was just a natural step because that's what I was doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the, but the more I got into the mentoring, the, um, the less I enjoyed bookkeeping. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Pretty much. You are following your passion. Yeah. You know, I, I am a system person and I love checklists and I love bookkeeping and I love sitting and doing that type of stuff. But my passion is to talk to business owners and help them get the most out of their business and help them show them how they can, you know, get their eyes above water and, and start to swim instead of sink. So, love it. Well, Sonia, not that you can see the update, but um, that's three pretty impressive achievements in the last two to three years that you've been up there. Yes. So and you've you got three goals for that. I can actually acknowledge that now. <clears throat> you talked to me eight years ago and I would be going, I have achieved anything. What are you talking about? But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, and, and nowadays I, when I make decisions about stuff, I sit there and go, okay, so is this going to change my life for the better? And that's what I assess myself. It's a bit similar to when I moved up here. What does it look like? Now it's like, if I do this, will it change my life for the better? Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you've taken up all of your quota and extra. So I don't know. Should okay. I take a goal off of you? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm ready, Kitty. All right, thank you. Let's jump into the third quarter, though. So, okay, hang on, let me reset time. Quarter. Reset time. 
The third quarter is my experience. All about and, Chris. And we are talking Love about, it. again, continuing change and getting yeah. used to that. Yeah. And so 2019 for me, I mean, if you really wanted to uh, go back just a little bit to 2016, I actually moved to Torquay for nine months, one week in Bendigo, one week in Torquay. I rented in Torquay just to make sure that it was a place that I wanted to live and, and enjoy. And, um, that was the year you kicked on your out of Bendigo as well. I know. It was good, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I left too. Um, so I loved it. And then we spent the next couple of years um, trying to get back and try and buy something. So we finally did. And 2019 was a massive year for us, uh, for myself and my wife. We uh, got married. We, uh, so we got engaged in 2017. Um, we got married in two, early 2019, St. Patrick's Day, actually. And... Um, we had our honeymoon, and at my wedding, we got to announce that um, we were three week, three months pregnant. Um, so now we have my little son. He's born in September. The Can 6th I just back up September. a minute? I've just got a burning question. Yes, yes. Go on, St. Patrick's go on. Day, we chose that date for what reason? No, we didn't really choose that day. It just happened to be the day that it landed on. Oh, it okay. Was, the irony of that was the fact that the wedding was themed green and so St. Patrick's Day is all about green. I, I, so. I was just connecting dots there because <laughs> yeah. I know that your favourite colour is green and I was like, yeah, St. Patrick's just, Day, green, Chris, green. Just he meant to be. deliberately. But no, it was just meant to be. The stars aligned. It did. So, um, yeah, so we did that. But um, we also brought some land and we also – uh, built a house uh, whilst living in in Benigo and and coming down here. Now we had some dramas with that house, but so we've, but but it's built and we're living in Torquay now. Have been for the last month. Uh, so trying to run a business, trying to start a family, trying to look after family, trying to coordinate building a house and now renovating a house back in Benigo that we're putting up hopefully for sale next week. Um, all has its challenge, but it's you know continually changing. Uh, trying to get used to that, trying to sink or swim, uh, managing the uh, crazy and the chaos and organising that and coming out the other side and, uh, you know, obviously balancing all your tasks at the same time. So, so let's just look at your personality really quickly, Chris. Tell me, sitting in Bendigo, working away in the same house, doing the same thing every day, what does that look mm-hmm. like for you? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't a lot of fun, and you know that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time to move on so to the next you, thing. You talk about chaos, and I'm like, yeah, Chris has loved 2019. He thrives <laughs> on chaos. <laughs> so that's a really nice segue into my next topic, which is uh, dealing with grief um, as a business owner, because the very reason that I ended up in Benigo is to be close to my family, in particular uh, my grandparents, who sadly both of them have uh, passed away now. But I was extremely close to my uh, grandmother and grandfather. And those that know me or um, know, have seen my social media would see many, many photos and stories about my grandparents. Uh, and I would catch up with them daily. Uh, you know, they would, my grandfather was living with me for a bit. Um, it, so extremely close. And that was heartbreaking to watch, not just the decline in health, but uh, as much as it was an honour and I wouldn't change anything in the world and I have no regrets and I'm glad I was there for them, it was also uh, mentally draining, uh, soul-destroying. Um, it, it's tough. It's really, really tough. And uh, can I just say, as a friend watching you go through that, it was freaking tough as well. Like, we, yeah. we couldn't do anything to help you with that grief and it was just, it was... Yeah. Devastating to watch you go through that. Oh, look, I still can't look at my grandparents' photos uh, for too long without crying uh, yeah. because uh, that's how much they mean to me. I mean, I had some great times and I love every second I got with them, uh, but it's still sad that they're not here anymore. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I have to be grateful for the fact that I got that opportunity to be with them. And I'm also extremely grateful that the businesses that I've owned and run – um, allowed me to spend the time with them uh, and and get every single second I possibly could before it was too late and before they were gone. 
and even look after them, just like they did for me when I was younger. They they helped raise me, so I was able to return the favour um, as they were departing um, this world instead of being brought into the world like they did for me. Yeah. Uh, so. But what I was getting at there, that, that, that's a massive change. You've got to continually adapt. You've got to uh, grieve. You've got to go through that process and you've got to switch on. You've got to get back into the business. You've still got to keep on top of things. It doesn't always work. It's, it's challenging. You do have setbacks. Um, but it, it, you've got to actually learn something from it and you become a better person. You become a different person because of it. Um, you appreciate um, a lot of the small things um, in life because of that. Uh, which which actually uh, leads me to the next segue. What I wanted to talk about, which is uh, the topic that I put the top point I put is uh, roller coaster business, and that is um, you know, I grew my business really big at one point in time. We had you know twenty five staff, uh, uh, looking after different bits and pieces. Now now it's a lot smaller than that, uh, but that was a deliberate approach so that I could be a lot more present with my family. And I still was present with my grandparents, but I um, was conscious of how important it was that I got that time with them. So I wanted to make sure I had the same time with my son. Um, so that's helped me grow and develop as a person as well, and as well as get much more efficient and better in business because my time is so precious. And I don't usually think in currency anymore. I just think in time. How can I spend my time? Yep. So... Once again, um, that word leverage. How can you leverage your time to the maximum? Yeah, exactly. And a good friend of mine um, had always sort of said that, even himself with his family, that um, you know, if you're spending time with somebody, it's extremely valuable because they're choosing not to spend it with their own family on someone else. So you should always value that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I'm about to get buzzed out uh, for the quarter, but in our what would normally be a little ad break um, for three-quarter time to talk about something, I will mention my B&I experience and how that impacted me and my business because I know we joked about it at the start, uh, Sonia in particular, uh, that the 1,100 pages of uh, director training and everything that encompasses that. But if you're, um, if you're actually business savvy and you're actually keen uh, to develop and grow your business, uh, there are so many little golden nuggets in that BNI content that if you want to make your business better, you, all you need to do is apply anything that's actually in the BNI director training yeah. and put it in your own business and watch it fly because there are some very clever people that put together that content and it's it's translatable into your own business. It doesn't matter what you do. It is translatable into your business, into customer service, into sales, into HR. Into, it's all there. It's all yep. there to use. And so I made a commitment a long time ago to introduce a lot of that stuff into my business. Now, obviously, I adapted it to suit my needs, but I did introduce a lot of those things into my business. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, B&I would say that. Like, like in Poland, they literally someone said, if you took the B&I system and applied it to your business, then you would have a successful business. Correct. Correct. So, yep. so Chris... Um, Definitely, I think you deserve six points as well. Six points? I gave you three goals. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I was looking at the number six, three goals, because you did do the whole three different. You have transitioned, um, grown, developed, and adapted. So definitely, definitely. You know, and we, we do need to acknowledge what we're doing in life and, and our achievements and stuff. And I think that's what today has been around is like looking at um, acknowledging what we're actually going through and that it is an achievement. And, you know, one of the big things at the moment for me is like you don't look at, at failure as failure, you look at it as a lesson. So, okay, that didn't work, so now let's try something else. Um, and you I've know, I always loved Robert Kiyosaki saying, "Fail faster." Yeah, just fail faster. Just accept it instead of resisting yeah. it. Just go, okay, right, it's not working. Let's move on. Move on. Yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's cool. that that word failure is has a, a negative effect, but it is actually just a lesson to mm -hmm. go down a different path. So. Which brings us to our fourth quarter, Sonia. So I know we had a bit of a your session, my session quarter 
time. And now we're going to bring it back to networking events. And uh, Yeah, we did touch on networking last time, but we feel that we wanted to dive in a little bit deeper on this one. Absolutely. And in particular, we're going to launch straight into Sonia's trip um, to the Global Colour Prince in Poland. So we, we've got about half an hour on this chapter, on this quarter, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much just need to do a podcast on that, I think. <laughs> oh. Just remember, I'm going to talk about my BNI Thailand oh. uh, experience. So <laughs> go, Sonia, go, get into it. Okay, so my whole summary on Thailand, this is what I've been saying to people in the last week. Oh, my God, it was just so amazing. It's just so hard to explain. And, oh, my God, it was just so cool. And I'm just such a geek and I just love it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right, now give me, now let's make this easy for you because we know how excited you are about it. Three things. I want to know the top three things about the BNI Poland Global Conference. Okay, so a lot of us have attended conferences in our mm-hmm. lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine walking into a room with two and a half thousand like minded business people, all they're wanting to learn about business and to work out how they can help you be more successful in business it is just business on steroids (laughs) absolutely like the stories like i was telling ty today when i was talking to him like one of the guys you know (laughs) talking about how um he he basically had happened what richard branson had happened you know and not richard branson um steve jobs he created a company from the ground up in Poland and um, then basically his board of directors decided that they didn't want him to be part of his business and so um, they were going to kick him out. So he got wind of that three days before it was going to happen and needed to come up with 300 million euro to prevent that from happening. Mm -hmm. So he goes... So I looked through my contacts on my phone trying to work out which friend of mine had a spare 300 million euros that they could... <laughs> they should have called you, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just like, you know, he's talking about something that we'd go, oh, I wonder who's got $300, you know, and he's looking at me <laughs> and I'm like, how many friends do I have that would even have like $300 to give me, let alone 300 million euro? Like it's just mind boggling, you know, yeah. and, and his story was just amazing. But like to look at him, he's just a down to earth person. And you've been drilling that into me for years. Like mm-hmm. people, doesn't matter how much money they have, they are just people and they're That's just right. normal and Don't just learn them. from them and connect with them and like, that guy's story was so cool and I so would love to have a cup of coffee with him. Yeah. Amazing, amazing guy. So that's probably, I've had more, you said the top three, but that is like. Number one. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. just because Sonia could talk for like half an hour. Yeah, cutting I'm, right there. <laughs> I'm cutting her <laughs> off because I'm going to talk about uh, being on Thailand for me. This is not the Thailand conference that Sonia went to, the global conference, but this is back when uh, being on Thailand uh, had their own sort of like uh, Asia conference. And I went along with a couple of uh, being on colleagues um, of mine. There was four of us actually. Um, thanks to the heads up of uh, Dan Garlic, um, a very good friend of mine. Uh, he used to push me into a lot of these things. Yeah, and, you learned um, from him. So when I get grumpy with you, I should actually get grumpy with Dan. Because Yeah, go and talk to Dan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was uh, Dan, uh, Danny and Mandy, uh, and we all went over to this you know, conference, and we were treated like rock stars. We were tra- treated so well. Um, we were ushered through the airport through private access and limo back to the hotel. There, there was the BNI member that was running the hotel, and it was great. Um, but the one thing that was eye opening for that was, in particular, uh, with the the Asian countries, is it wasn't necessarily can we do business together. It's how wow. can we do business together yep. because you're already part of the BNI system, and for them that's prestige. They put on their business cards, they they they, yep. they put it on their windows. It's prestigious. So that was interesting for me, but. That's not even the most important thing or the, or the main reason why I enjoyed the conference. Uh, the, the main reason I enjoyed the conference and even the local stuff as well is the networking of different people from all across the world, uh, from all across the country, which are really good friends of mine now. 
time, even still, you know, and uh, you get that opportunity to proper network with them um, after hours for, for dinners, for breakfast together, you know, that you sit with them for a few days and then you go and see some touristy stuff together. Like you really do build some proper relationships with these people and they're like-minded as well. So yeah. they become friends for life. Yeah. So if you get an opportunity to do something like that, I would highly recommend it. Um which leads us into different types of networking events where we've done that too. And one of the ones for me was the ARIA, the Australian HR Institute, that I um, do some mentoring of, of new and, and existing um, HR qualified candidates. But you meet a whole heap of different types of people from you know, different stages of life. And that's a good opportunity for me. Whereas Sonia, yourself, you um, used to go to the software um, yeah. conferences and um, some of them were your competitors and some of them, but, but you would still be able to network with these people and share ideas. And if you had a problem that somebody else's experience, you'd be able to talk about it. And, exactly. Um, if you have a, a, what, what you call an abundance mindset, you can walk into a, a QuickBooks, I reckon a zero conference, and you can either look at those people as your competition or you can look at them as people that you, they can, you can learn from or you can teach them or, you know, they may be doing business more effective than you that may just change your whole business around. So instead of looking at them as competition, go in wanting to learn how they do business and see if you can take on board some of that stuff. Absolutely. And it's the same as, um, you know, some of the opportunities we had to see uh, some great uh, coaches and business leaders out there, yeah. uh, in particular for me, the, the Robert Kiyosaki, which that poor dad, yeah. um, was fantastic in person to uh, see and, and be able to network with like-minded people that enjoyed that sort of content because they wanted to um, develop their own business. They wanted to grow their own wealth. So you all had things in common when you went to go and have lunch and chat to each other and network. And well, they're there to and, learn the same as you are. Like, yeah. So, yeah, talking about that and, you know, that's... And, yeah. And your story on, on, well, on I, the Richard I dragged, Branson. I dragged you along to Richard Branson, right? I remember that day there was four of us went down to Richard Branson and yep. um, there was four speakers. Mm-hmm. Two of them on that day was amazing. So Richard Branson, of course, or and, and what was particular, if you remember his talk, there was a lady who was really disruptive in the audience and yes, people were yes. basically booing her and giving her a hard time and he just shut everybody down and... Mm-hmm gave her the time that she wanted and like it was really interesting how he handled her it was really really amazing to watch you know that he could have literally just had her kicked out but yeah of course you know gave her the attention and and you know yeah it was great but the other person who spoke on that day was the lady who um was from boost juice Yes. She was amazing, absolutely amazing, Her listening to her story and what she did and standing up there and talking in front of a whole auditorium full of people was just amazing. The other two speakers, yeah, we just want to <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, that's, that's part of those sort of things. But still, yeah. the networking opportunity was a lot of fun too. They had breakout exactly. sessions. Exactly, the breakout, yep. Yep. Yeah, and if you were um, that way inclined and you're brave, uh, you can meet some really cool people that were yep. of like mind. Um, yeah. So it's not just limited to one particular network. You can do this at any application, whether it's an industry event, whether it's uh, a business coaching or a motivational event, whether it's B&I. Um, and event. I think you hit the nail on the head there with that if you're brave enough. So you can go along to these things and not talk to anyone. Of course. Or you can go along to these things and push yourself outside your comfort zone and just start talking to random people and you would be surprised at the connections you create. And for the BNI members that are listening, you already have all the tools to do that because you've been taught what do you yep. say to a visitor that comes along? How do you make him feel yep. comfortable? What's the sort of questions you ask when you have a one-to-one? What do you do? You use all those same principles. Yep, Exactly. Exactly. So it's really powerful. These type of things that we're calling networking events, which are basically um, conferences, people talking, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah, learning days, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. but treat them as networking events. Network with the people, connect with people, start forming relationships because you have no idea where it's going to lead you. And another less formal one is um, sporting games. Like there's been plenty of times when 
Um, we've gone along to Plenty a times where event. Sonia's gone, Chris, shut up, or that person's going to jump over the seat and deck you right now. <laughs> well, you know, let's not talk about our beloved Western Bulldogs games, but I have plenty of times done an open invitation because I have some extra tickets to each of the games to say, well, I'm going to this game. If anybody wants to come along, here, here it is. Come, yeah, come yeah. along sort of yeah. thing. And it's been a lot of fun because some people have been sort of left field. I don't usually get an opportunity to speak to them that much. Um, but at a sporting event, it's completely casual and it's fun and yeah. it's chilled and you both get into it. And, you know, so it's, um, yeah, yeah. it's then, a completely then you, different way you to go it. Sonia and Chris and then add Glenn to the mix. And it's that, that was great. <laughs> that was great. Cause, <laughs> yeah, Glenn was like just the look on your face um, throughout the game. Um, he was loving it. It was yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good way to strengthen relationships or end relationships. But no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, good one, good one. But yeah, no, sporting events definitely. It's as you said, it then takes a formality out of it. It makes a relaxed environment instead of a formal environment. Which you know, if you're more relaxed, then you start conversations. How's business going? What do you do? That type of stuff. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So. Um, yeah, that's. I think we're probably going to have to wrap it up, Mooney, because um, we are. we've gone over our time quite a But just really quickly, whilst I'm putting the scores together, tell me something good that happened. What What did we do well? Um, in this well, we failed at. No, no, oh no! We I failed. Said, what did we do well? Time, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know we did. We failed. We've got to work on that because we've know, done for that. For everybody last time out there, the, the recording of the podcast happens with. Sonia and Chris talking on the phone for over an hour before we start recording. Then we record the podcast <laughs> and then we actually talk after the podcast as well. So you guys are only getting a snippet of our conversations that we're doing because it's just like, yeah, it, it's that like-minded business owners. And that's what I, I have trouble with, with controlling my one-to-ones and stuff as well with b and is because I just love talking to business people and learning about their stories and all yep. that type of stuff. So if anyone wants to catch up with me, I'm all ears. Let's do a Zoom call. Let's catch up in person for a coffee. Love to hear your story. What we did well today is, oh, do you know what? Some people would say we were a bit more serious today, Chris, and they may like that. <laughs> yes. Compared yes, to cool. our steroid-induced, I don't know what we were on the other night when we recorded our <laughs> podcast. But, yeah, up and um, about. <laughs> We had a Red Bull each or something, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, we were probably more, and, and I loved our topics tonight. So a few people have given feedback about how we need to maybe start going back and rehashing some of the stuff we've already talked about. Um, and so tonight, us getting more into our experience and stuff like that was delving deeper into our personal side so people get to know us and where we've come from. So if anyone wants to move location, come talk to me and I'll tell you how to do it. Yeah, pretty much. You're the guru when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> and long distance too. Like I only went two and a half hours down the road. You went a long way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No security blanket. Here I am. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> so, and I remember that Kathy and Steve, who I knew, the two people that I knew up here, they were just like, give it six months and see what it looks like. And here I am three months, three years later. And I know. I'm still here. So. Unreal. So we need to recap some, and we need to tell people what the end score was. All right, so let me just refresh my little screen <laughs> that has that photo that we need to change. Um, oh, oh, look at that! Woo. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I'm surprised. Okay, so first quarter we got a goal each. Second quarter was the Sonia show, so I got three goals. Third quarter was the Chris show, so he got three goals. And then fourth quarter, we got three goals each. So that is three, six, seven goals each, 42. We got a draw. So mm. we're, oh, that still doesn't put me on top of the ladder. Mm, I like it. I oh. have one more week sitting on top. And, you know, uh, just because it's fun, we should probably update this uh, ladder straight away, shouldn't we? So because let's... it's fun, because I'm Chris and just... I'm on top of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just because you constantly ask for this ladder. So, you know, while we're here, uh-huh. let's just do some updates. Okay, yes, so while yes, you're updating, yes. let me just ask everybody to, um, we would love to hear from you. Any subjects that you want us to talk about, please reach out and ask us because we're willing to have a chat um, about anything. Well, anything to do with business. 
Um, and if you want to um, suggest people for us to interview and, you know, um, come on our podcast, please put people forward as well. So we will be doing that in the next couple of weeks. So Chris mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. kicking Sonia's butt because it hasn't already been organised. So that yes. will be happening. Yeah, um, and we can be found at nameofthegame.com.au or you can find us on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all those different places. So we're out there, LinkedIn, you can reach out to us in any platform. And we are there, but open for suggestions, open for feedback. Let us know what you think of the podcast and how it's going. And let us know if you want the ladder on our website. <laughs> Sonia desperately wants to know the answer to that one because, yes. you know, she um, she's pretty excited about it. Uh, well, maybe not so much now, but you know, <laughs> maybe in a week's time. <laughs> when I when I go back to number one, then I'll be super excited and I'll make you do it anyway. But <laughs> yes, I know, I know. Hey, um, so we just updated the ladder. Would you like to uh, really quickly because we're going over time? Really quickly update everyone. Did it update? Oh yeah, it did update. Okay, so currently, um, Chris is. Did you update that? You didn't yeah. update that. You've only updated the percentages. No, oh, no, draw. I, Sorry. Yeah, it's oh, a draw. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so three wins, two losses and a draw, 90.86%. At number one is Chris Rankin. At number two is Sonia. Two wins, three losses, one draw, 110.06%. So you lost a little bit of percentage. You're not getting slightly did. too. So it's good. I'm liking that. that slowly, sucks. slowly. That sucks. <laughs> so maybe next week I set the whole content and I pre-populate all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big percentage boost. Eh? <laughs> now, what's one you got to win above the results? So let's talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening again. Thank you, Sonia. I, I think you. we've done really well again tonight. Um, looking forward to the next content, which I believe you have in store for us. So yes. I can't wait to record that one. And yeah, hopefully we'll be able to make a really special announcement soon. I can't say what it is, but it's burning. If you and hear hopefully... the, the undertone of that comment, everyone, that's uh, Sonia, I'm holding you accountable for this. And if you don't do it, I'm going to kick your butt so hard it's not funny. Well, that was implied. But yeah. you know, now everybody else can hold you accountable too. So I love it. <laughs> Great. (laughs) All righty. Thanks again, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.